Well, welcome everyone to Connected by Community, a podcast brought to you by Valentine Capital Advisors. We're glad to have you here. I'm Brian Valentine, and I'm joined with Anthony Concheco from Valentine Capital Advisors. And we're a podcast here to give you information about our community, business leaders, nonprofits, and other community interests. And we're super excited today to have Summer Shown here with us from Inside the Design. And uh, I'm going to pick on Summer for a second because we're going to make this fun. Summer's really prepared, and we don't want to have anything <laughs> nervous. So all nervous energy we're getting out right now. It's over and done with. Okay. And there's no mistake, so we're all good. Okay. And so I got to tell our audience, I got to have a disclosure first, Summer, so okay. I'll get my nervousness out of okay. it. Can I? Okay, so I'm going to throw myself on the gauntlet. So Summer has actually been so generous to help my wife before, uh, and by helping my wife help me, uh, both in our home and, uh, and and also in our business. So uh, she can tell all the dirty details and a little bit about me and what I do. So <laughs> she can take all nervous energy and dump it on me. So all the, all the weird, quirky things Brian does that they don't know about. So we'll, we'll get it. Brian and I also try to match shirts today. Yeah, we have blues. Oh. I don't know if that's a good design. But. No one called me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the green. You got the center of the picture. So that's good. So, um, so, so uh, Summer, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So um, I'm Summer Schoen. I am an interior designer um, and the owner of Inside the Design. Uh, it's located here in the Greenville area, actually specifically Greer. I am originally from Greer and moved back to the area about seven years ago after living in Charleston for 14 years and um, started Inside the Design in 2014. What brought you back here? I think family. I would have to say, um, I think the older you get, the the closer you want to be to your family. And I think, I think it would be family to be closer to my family, my husband's family. Gotcha. Um, we were three hours and six hours away from our family, so. You don't miss the beach. I do in the summer. <laughs> um, I do not miss the humidity. I hope my mom don't watch this episode because I'm the opposite. I actually moved away from family. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but you get on to move here. I, I'm, I'm working on it. You're working, working on it? On it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did that. It's good to be around them, but uh, yeah, the right family, right? Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see about that. So tell us what you do professionally. So um, I create beautiful functional living spaces for busy people. My clients go from feeling overwhelmed and frustrated with their homes to feeling organized and content. And by the end of the project, their favorite getaway is actually their own home. That's that's my goal for, for each project. What, what kind of services would you offer in doing that? So I provide um, full service design services, and that is where I'm creating spaces um, for my clients where it's planned, organized, managed, and executed for them from start to finish. So kind of just like a little sneak into the peek into that process is um, I first start off with a discovery call, and that I do with every client. That is where we chat to um, see how we can work together, and um, I ask them about their project itself, their expectations for the project, and their investment amount. Then we'll move to the design consultation, which is in person, so I'll go out to their home um, or their place of business, like like I did with you guys, um, where I can just get to know them a little bit more. And it gives me the opportunity to see the space, 
see any existing pieces of furniture that needs to be incorporated in the design, that kind of thing. Um, once the client has decided to move forward with me, then I'll um, take care of the contract and then we'll go back out and I'll take pictures and take measurements of the space. And from that point to the time that I get back with them with, with a design, it usually takes between four and six weeks. It really just depends on um, the project and how big it is. And then I'll schedule a time to go back out and present the, the design to them. And then once the design has been approved and paid for, then I can start implementing it, um, ordering materials, scheduling the work, that kind of thing. Once all the items have been received and inspected, then I'll schedule a time for the installation and then it's like Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's interesting. That sounds a lot like financial planning. So there's a lot of, uh, a lot of similar aspects to, to that. Okay, so, really? Uh, yeah. How yeah. so do you, th do you think? Well, you start with an initial consultation. Okay. Uh, you assess what people have. You put together a plan. Then you kind of present the plan. Then you implement the plan. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you review it. Uh, and, and the review yeah. might be you come back a year later and tell them, how they did on their stuff. So, yeah. In fact, in our new office, we need to have you back out. Okay. <laughs> we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that later. Okay. I think it's important to have a process that you you take each client, you know, with or through. Um, it helps them to know what's happening from step to step, and I think also it helps you be consistent with each client and stick with your processes. Yeah. How would you get into design? Um, honestly, um, I have a English degree first is what I did. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do with it. Everybody would say, are you going to teach or no, I, that's, I'm not going to teach. Um, but I don't think that when I was in high school, we weren't as prepared to figure out what we wanted to do with ourselves for the rest of our lives. It was just kind of like, hey, here's a day in the library where this is where we keep the books for the colleges. And you had like an hour and you looked through them and then you applied to schools. And that was pretty much it. Um, so I don't think I really knew what I wanted to do with with my career or with for a career. Um, but later on, I realized that I should have went for school for design. I did go back and take classes at night. Um, it took me quite a few years to, to finish it, um, but I have a certification in, de in design now as well. So what's your favorite aspect of design and being, being in the industry? Um, I would have to say, I mean, there's so many, but I think fabric and, and lighting is like my favorite aspects of interior design. Um, I think fabric is often an inspiration for projects for me. It is something that adds color and texture and dimension, and it can just really be a, a jumping off point. And then I always say lighting is the jewelry for your home. Um, it brings your eye out and up into a space and just really add interest to it. Um, and that's something I've, I've just always been kind of obsessed with lighting. It can change the way something looks totally. dramatically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This is not what we're talking about. We've even seen that with videos, the type of lighting we cut of videos <laughs> yeah. in our office. It's crazy. Yeah. But definitely in our home, we've, we've seen that, the type of lights, where we have them placed, what mm -hmm. you do, it makes... You know, and there's, you know, there's 
there's overhead lighting, there's task lighting, there's ambient lighting. You have to have a right, a correct mixture of all of them for, you know, it to be successfully lit. But um, also one thing that people don't always pay attention to is light bulb colors. Like you want to be consistent if you have cool lights or warm lights. You don't want to have a mixture of each because you will be able to tell. You know, it's funny you say that. So Wendy somewhere. No, she's still here. She's over behind the camera that no one can see. So this is my OCD. I'm telling on myself. I told you I'm no nerve. So I'm, I'm in the men's restroom in the, in the office, and one of the lights went out, and one was one color and one was a different. I said, ah, we got to change that. I can't because it looks different. It mm -hmm. doesn't look professional. I can't take that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I'm the same way. We were changing some light bulbs the other night in our house, and we ran out. It was uh, the island bulbs. And I'm like, well, we have to steal from someplace else. We can't have two right. that, are <laughs> that are one color and one another. So If you're going to have a different color, it has to be in the closet where no one sees. We don't even, why do we even have them? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to know. It's probably my fault. I probably bought it. <laughs> I'm going to jump to trends. Okay. What are some of the new trends uh, in 2021? Okay, so I have to preface this by saying I generally suggest to my clients that they not concentrate on trends. <laughs> um, trends come and go. So I usually tell people um, concentrate more on like your bigger pieces that are your quality, more timeless pieces, and then save, you know, the trendiness for smaller things like throw pillows or um, accessories, that kind of thing. Um, I kind of declared 2021 to be the year of less house, more home. And what I mean by that is making your home work for you instead of you having to work around it. You may have to work for your home <laughs> to, to, in order to afford it, but you shouldn't have to work around things in your home that you don't like. Um, I think 2020 really pushed people into caring more about having to or having a proper space to, to work from home. And um, in the process just in general, spending more time at home, uh, it revealed how our homes maybe don't work for us. And I think, too, having multifunctional spaces has become more of a trend for, for 2021 because people learned, you know, if you don't have a space to work in and eat in or whatever it is that you're wanting to do multiple things in, um, you got you got to rectify that situation. I also think that walls walls is something that was has become popular, and what I mean by that is rooms with walls as opposed to just open concept. Open concept for was a big popular thing for a while, but I think twenty twenty pushed us to say, hey, we've got multiple people in this home with different schedules, and we're all on top of each other, like in this open concept. So it's I too think, open. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you know, kids trying to do their thing with school and parents on Zoom calls and pets running around, whatever the case, you know, that's all kind of in the same room, then it's distracting and nobody can get their work done. So I think having rooms with walls is something that people are like, hey, maybe we shouldn't have knocked all those walls down. <laughs> so I guess that's an old trend that's coming back is the putting walls back up. I think so. I think that's definitely one of them. I also think like sculptural pieces of furniture is something that's kind of coming back. Um, 
and earthy colors. I know Urbane Bronze was the color of the year or is the color of the year for Sherwin-Williams for 2021. And it's a strong, um, earthy, brown, gray color. Um, greens, milky whites, you know, like colors in nature are kind of the the thing for the year. And then uh, uh, something which I love, which is houseplants, that was something that was kind of big like in the 70s. That is something that is more of a trend now. And I think um, they do look nice, but they also have, they do functional things, which I, you know, I, I like things that is beautiful yet, or beautiful and functional, but they, you know, freshen the air and um, eliminate toxins, they reduce stress levels and increase productivity, all the good stuff. So you need to have those kind of, I think every space should have a live green element to it. I did something right, because I, I know we talked about that at our office, but I um, actually had read an article on that somewhere, and I said, hey, we got to get some greenery in here because you're supposed to be more productive. Yes. Um, so and hopefully that's true. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> do I don't know if it works, but I can tell you we did it, right? You did do it? Yeah, we oh, have good. greenery. Yeah, we oh, have good. some kind of greenery. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's that's all good. So, tough question. And, I, and you can say I don't want to answer because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but um, what what's a trend or something you see that you're like, nah, that's not a good trend? Well, just between us girls. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, something that I am ready for it to move on. That's a great way to say it. Okay. Bless your heart. Okay. <laughs> Is art, and I'm using that term loosely. I'm going to put it in quotes too. Art um, with words on it, like laundry room or kitchen or something of the sort. I'm I'm ready for that to. But I need to know where on. where to go. To I mean, do don't my you laundry? already know? <laughs> don't you kind of already know that this is, has a refrigerator? There's whole stores better built around that I, now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm also not a big fan of painted accent walls. Um, I kind of think it dates a, a space. Mm. I think wallpapered accent walls are lovely, but I feel like if you're going to paint. A room, just go all in and paint all the walls. Right. Just be consistent with it. Not not business in the front, party in the back, or whatever. You know. No, no room mullets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just made that up. So I was just thinking maybe that's what we call it. I think I just made up room mullet. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it. So my we'll wife sent me with a, a list of questions. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, we moved in our home probably two years ago, um, and we we still have not decorated much. Okay. Uh, so her one question was, is there one piece of furniture or fixture that ties a room together? You know, I really don't think that there is. She, t I'm sorry, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think there's just one specific thing. I think it's a carefully curated process of making sure that things are to scale, um, that there's layers of textures and fabrics, um, that the room is properly lit. There needs to be pieces of um, interest, beautiful art, a cohesive color palette. I feel like all of those things are nice individually, but together they they work in unison to create a successful space. So the gang's all got to be there, present accounted for there's not to me it's not like you can well you can just put a lamp in there and call it a day it's it's gotta 
<laughs> it's kind of got to be the package deal. Sorry, Jackie, you're not getting easy. Out there, right? <laughs> and then her other question was, what uh, what makes an entryway more inviting? Okay, so an besides in- going through the garage all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so an entryway is the introduction to your home. Um, it's the introduction to the to the rest of your home, not just the you know the entry of your house. It's the first space that someone sees whenever they do come over to visit and it it needs to not only be welcoming but it needs to be a representation of what the rest of the house looks and feels like Um, beautiful lighting both overhead and ambient is um, good in the space and having interesting art those are both i think great things to have there Um, this is a prime spot for a good statement like fixture Entryways in general, they're just not usually the biggest of areas, so um, you can really pack in some good design punch with a good statement light fixture there. So there. Got it. So That's cost, awesome. you just cost me money. So. <laughs> <laughs> Take notes. Take notes. <laughs> what What do you see the biggest or, or, or a common mistake you see homeowners making uh, when they try to design their space? Um, like things that maybe they went up a little wrong with yeah okay. this, this is pretty common hey they, this people think this is a good idea but it's really not that great of an idea okay i don't know how honest or forthcoming oh you I can be, be really honest it's answer. just between us girls i've already said that right Forget. i'll tell you this i do have the laundry signs so i'm so sorry i'm so sorry it's coming down tonight right in the trash um okay so i don't want to step on any toes or offend, but I have a little list, I guess you would say. Um, 84-inch drapery panels. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. That's never enough. That's not tall enough. Um, it will barely get to your 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 trim of your window. Okay. So it's not tall enough. Uh, ponytail curtains. That, I don't even know what that is. Okay. <laughs> that... That may be something I've just made up myself. Okay. <laughs> but it's where a curtain panel is hanging on the rod, and then they have them gathered in the middle, and then it goes back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just call them ponytail yeah. curtains. Bad idea. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Um, also, while we're on the curtain kick, uh, drapery panels that are too short that kind of – they're high waters. Yeah. <laughs> high water pants. Uh, yeah, my wife doesn't like those either. <laughs> that are a little – that don't come all the way down to the floor. Yeah. Um, and then I think another thing would be furniture sets or suites like that are matching. You know, if you go to a, a furniture store, that's kind of how they package it to you to have everything the same. Um, but that's kind of a no-no. Too matchy-matchy. Too matchy-matchy. And probably rugs that are too small. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, I'll throw myself again. I, this is like the fourth time I think I've thrown myself out there. I, I, was, I appreciate your efforts, yeah, by whatever. the way. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, mama's th- Actually, I like it. So I just decided with rugs because I'm kind of a rug size thing, and our home was a big deal. And I just bit the bullet and said, let's just get a custom size fight we did at the office, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to spend all this money and time and energy, just spend the extra money, get a custom size with fixer space. I'm just like, don't go cheap there. And you're, you're probably not even going to save that much money. 
Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Getting the right size. This is my little bit of design insight that I'm. I like totally it. Keep going. Keep going. That uh, <laughs> I think you just got to spend a few bucks on that because you're going to see it all the time. Yeah. Get the right size. An eight by ten is not the only size for every room. Right. Right. So I totally agree with you. Yes, and just the qual like you spend an extra you know money to get the quality rug if you. And I'm not, you know, saying that you can't go to one of the stores around here, like, you know, Home Goods or whatever, right. and find rugs, because you can. However, um, if you go there and maybe spend $200 on a 9 by 12 first of all, that's probably not high quality for, right. for that size rug for, for that amount of money. But you've, in essence, because you're going to have to replace that rug in six months to a year, because it wasn't high right. quality, depending on where you have it, Um you could have just taken that $200 and put it towards the custom rug or the higher quality rug. So you you really just wasted it is kind of how I see it. I totally agree. And what my wife would say, and I, and I would complain about the size every time I walked by, should have gotten a custom 10 by 13 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I agree with that. Um, so we, we have a personal question that we, a signature question that we usually ask. And, and it's okay. what, what makes you tick? Okay. Um, I feel like everyone has different skill sets and gifts. And I think being able to bless others with the gifts that I have been blessed with, that that's important to me. Um, passing on, you know, my talent, but also acknowledging and seeing the value in other people's gifts and talents, I, I think that's important as well. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us, I guess, if people want to reach out to you, learn more about your, you have certainly other services and what we talked about. We, you know, we could be here for three hours, but that would have, might've been overwhelming. Um, I'm sure they can find stuff on your website. They can call and talk to you about other ways you can work with them. How mm-hmm. would they reach out to you and find you? So um, there's my website, which is inside the design.com. Um, there's a contact page there, and I've also got plenty of blue book a discovery call button sprinkled throughout. People can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Inside the Design. Awesome. Thanks, Summer, for being Thank here. You. Thank and you for having me. We're, we're glad to have you and uh, all the help you've given us as well. So. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, for everyone, for joining us. Again, we're connected by the community, connect, brought to you by Ballantine Capital Advisors. Glad you could join us. Certainly. Uh, Follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Until we see you next time, go out and make our community great again. All information during this podcast is for discussion purposes only, should not be construed as advice. Please seek the advice of appropriate professionals before acting on anything in this podcast. Past performance is not an indicator of future results. Securities through Tried Advisors, LLC, member FINRA. Advisor services through Ballantine Capital Advisors, Inc., Tried Advisors, and Ballantine Capital Advisors are not affiliated.